This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. So here we go. Open your Bibles, if you have them, to Isaiah chapter 35, verse 4. Giants still fall. We're going to expose fear here according to what the Bible says about fear. And that you can overcome fear. You can conquer fear in Christ. You can press through fear. You don't have to be a victim of fear. Somebody say amen. Fear is a reality of life. It is a reality of our experience as humans on planet earth. But you do not have to be paralyzed by it. Somebody say amen. I'm going to need your participation in here. Somebody's going to get thrown in the baptismal. I got coach here. He will help me. He's a, he's, he has come to baptize. He's on a divine assignment. And uh, we'll throw you in, dunk you twice, just to make sure you got saved. We'll double dip. All right? Some of y'all need triple dip. All right? Some of you laughing because you know somebody that needs to be dipped a, a few times. Seven times and come up clean. Somebody say amen. Come on, some of you need to, somebody just stood up like, yes, Lord. Seven times, Jesus. Come on now, fully submerged. We don't believe in sprinkling. We believe submerged. Jesus wasn't sprinkled with death. He went to, he, you know what I'm saying? He went under the earth to the center of the earth. He was buried. Somebody say amen. amen. You got to bury that dead thing. Yeah, sprinkle don't do it. Right, this ain't in my message, but you, you got to kill that old nature. I know none of you have it. I do. I know it. I have some old things, old things, you know, I got some stuff I've been delivered of. That joker need to be buried. And my wife said, amen. She knows. She knows. All the married folks say, amen. You know about that old nature. You're closer to that person than anybody else. And you're like, yeah, Jesus, help them, save them, touch them. <laughs> bury that. Now, don't bury your husband now. Bury the old man. All right? I know some of you want to bury your husband sometimes. That's all right. My wife wants to bury me sometimes. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you can't keep a good man down. Somebody say amen. I'm going to rise up. I'm going to come up out of that grave. I'm a, I, come on now. Can't, be, can't keep a God man down. I got Christ inside of me. You can throw all kind of dirt on me. I'm coming up out of that grave. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. All right. All right, now let's, let's, let's get into this Bible, amen? This has nothing to do with what I'm preaching on. Look at your neighbor say, fear must go. Fear must go. Isaiah chapter 35, verse 4 says this, say to those who are fearful hearted, meaning it is a reality of life to have fear at times. It is part of life to be fearful hearted, okay? But be strong, do not fear. Say to those who are fearful hearted, there's times all of us at one point or another, we're fearful, scared. Okay, uh, we have moments of being fearful, uh, but say to those who are fearful heart, I'm here to tell you, you might have moments of fear, feelings of fear, but you don't have to live that thing out. That thing does not have to be a reality of your life. It may have been. You may have had moments where you were so fear, you felt paralyzed. And, and the word fear in the Hebrew means to tremble. It literally, you know, has anybody ever scared you and you, your first reaction was, like you freeze? Am I the only one? Some of you are like, no, nah, I don't get scared. Yeah, right. I was watching this talk, talk show, uh, this, this viral video. P. Diddy said he ain't scared of clowns. And the clown jumped out, and that brother jumped up and like, 
Like, you know, because the talk show host was like, I heard you're not scared. Of, you're, I heard you're scared of clowns. He's like, I ain't scared of clowns. And this clown popped out. That brother ran. I was like, he was like, woo! Like, and so we all have fears and moments. It might not be clowns. My wife does not like birds. I was at a wedding yesterday, and we were outside, and she heard some birds, and she was like, nuh-uh, not in my hair. <laughs> right? My son, my son is bold. Three-year-olds, Dominico is a bold, he's sometimes a little too bold. He's almost fearless, and I heard one preacher say, all the fearless people are dead. You know what I'm saying? They just, um, there's a fine line between fearless and stupidity, and there's just moments of fear, but that brother, he's bold. He's, he, he, he goes up into school, and he's only three, but he's like walking down the halls like, what's up, everybody? All the big, he'll roll with the big kids. He's got that, but man, you put a bug next to that boy, he's like, <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, okay, see, you aren't superhuman, son. We all have fears. Look at your neighbor. Say, you all got, you got something. You got something you're scared of. Come on now. We all, we all have something. There's, there's fears are just a normal part of life, but you can be strong. Do not fear. You don't have to act on it. Behold, here, this is why. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. I just, I want to talk about fear and what the Bible says about it, but I want to start out straight up that you might be fearful hearted, but you don't have to live that thing out. That does not have to be a reality of your life. You may have moments of fear, but you in Christ are never a victim of fear. Somebody say amen. Amen. You know, in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7, you don't have to turn there, uh, but it says, you know, Paul told Tim, Timothy, one of his people he was uh, discipling, it was a spiritual leader speaking to, in a sense, a spiritual son. He says, God, he was talking about a spiritual gift inside of him, what God put in him. He said, stir up that thing God put in you. God didn't give you a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. And I'm here to tell you right now, this isn't all the time. Sometimes fear is just fear. It's just you got scared. But, but, but biblically, there is a fear. It is a demonic spirit. It is not of God. It is not from God. That's why Paul told Timothy, do, you know, God didn't give you a spirit of fear. We learned about this at, at, um, at Mendez. Um, Coach showed this video about the devil, and he's like, and it was a really power empowering um, um, video. We showed, uh, Coach showed the students there about who the devil really is. It's not some evil force. It is a person. It is an entity that speaks and knows things and, you know, roams about the earth seeking whom he may devour. I watched that going, Jesus, thank you for salvation. But it was a very good um, um, biblical perspective of who the devil really is. And at times, the devil will manifest himself. There is a demonic spirit of fear. Try to shut you down. And you in Christ have the victory over the devil. The Bible says the devil's under your feet. That he's given you authority over all serpents and scorpions. All creepy, crawly things. And over all the power of the enemy in Christ. You, you do not have to be a victim of something. Now, you might have experienced something. You might have had some trauma, some drama that brought something into your life. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my story. But in Christ, you are positionally... Have, have authority over the devil in Christ. Somebody say amen. Um, there's a song, you know, victory belongs to Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is in me. So if it belongs to him and I'm in him and he's in me and my life is hidden with Christ in God and I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places and Christ in me, the hope of glory, if victory belongs to Jesus, that means it belongs to me. Somebody say amen. So we all have fears and we all deal with fear, but God is bigger than our fears. I say God is bigger than your fears. 
I say, God is bigger than your fears. Fears are a reality. It is a fact. Somebody say, hashtag facts. Hashtag facts, facts. It's a fact. Fear is a fact. It's a real thing. Fear is like that shady person that shows up to the barbecue that wasn't invited, and you see him across the room, and you're like, but you're not trying to hang out with him. Somebody say amen. That's fear. fear if, if your purpose were a party, fear showing up, invited or not. When God calls you to do something, fear, I guarantee you, is showing up to your inaugural uh, presentation. Every time in the scripture, when God called Moses, he had a bunch of excuses. Fear was there. When God called Joshua, he had to tell the boy, Moses, my servant, is dead. Uh, uh, Don't fear. Fear was there at the onset. When Mary had an encounter with the angel, talking about you're about to be the the Savior's mama, the angel had to be like, look, don't trip. It's all good. (laughs) And when God calls you, fear is there on the onset. That, that, that is the first thing you are going to have to face. Somebody say amen. amen. The fears that I feel don't have to be acted on. They, I feel them. It's real. It's real. Look at your neighbor and say the struggle is real. Fear is real. We all got them. I know, I know us dudes like to act like we ain't scared of nothing. And, and I believe that's just part of our nature. I got this. I'm good. I'm scared. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. <laughs> right? But we all have them. But we don't have to be vexed by them. We don't have to be victims of them. And the, the word fear, really, in, in, this, in this scripture, it, fear means to be really driven, a fear driven by fear, an excessive fear of losing Causing someone to be faint-hearted or cowardly. So, so fear to experience it isn't even a sin. To be tempted isn't a sin. Coward is, is a sin. The Bible says, right, here we go, I'm going to preach the gospel here. The Bible says that cowards are going to have their part in the lake that burns with fire. Oh, Jesus, I, just, I told you I was going to preach the Bible. <laughs> But there's nothing wrong with the the temptation of it, the feeling of it. But God never intended you to to follow it. You can feel fear, but you don't have to follow that joker. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching good in here. Somebody say amen. Amen. So, so, So the goal of fear is really to paralyze you. That's what fear is. It's trying to paralyze you, shut you down. Trying to paralyze you. You got to keep moving. You got to get up and keep moving in the face of fear. You can keep moving. I'll give you some things that I've, I'm fearful of at times. Fears. Maybe some of this is based on how I grew up. You know, being abused as a child and being in a house of drugs and alcohol and all kinds of fighting my whole life. Police over the house all the time. Being sexually abused by my stepdad. Smoking weed when I was six. Drinking beer when I was six. All given to me by my stepdad. Pornography handed to me. Look at my, my daughter is um, six. I look at her going, I was smoking weed at that age. Somebody say, that's crazy. <laughs> my stepdad was handing me pornography that age. Y'all know Giovanna. And so th- that produced some fear in my life. And so as a result of being coming up like that, that's my story. 
uh, coming up like that. I didn't get saved until I was in high school. That's why my heart's so close to uh, uh, Mendez and Coach Garcia. I got saved as a teenager in high school. I had mentors surrounding me at that age. I am here today because there was a Coach Garcia in my life. But, uh, but I, I, because of that, I've always felt like I had to fight to, to make something happen. Because, of what, because I was a victim of somebody else's twisted, demonic ways, I always feared not coming out of that. Always feared not succeeding. I always, and so as a result of that, it's caused me to act a certain way at times that could be unhealthy. I have feared, my wife says, I fear being lazy. <laughs> Somebody look up here and say, Sean, just chill out, dude. Just chill out. Yeah, chill. Thank you, coach. Talk to me here. Help me out. But, but I've had fears as a result of growing up that way. As a result of that, uh, being uh, fear that, that I could, I don't, I have to exercise myself to chill out and not strive so hard. So it's a funny thing how fear will paralyze you, but it'll also get you working a little too much, pushing a little too hard because you're fearing not quite making it. Can't shut it down. Can't just chill. And so fear-driven. I was driven by my fears. When I first became a professional skateboarder, I feared it. But because of my fear of not succeeding, when I would go skateboarding, I would go shoot photos or film for a video, if I did not perform, I would lose it. Anybody been there? Uh, because of my fear of not accomplishing, my fear of not living up to the standard of what it meant to be a professional skateboarder, that I, anxiety would take me over, and we called it back then, we called, man, man, Sean's stressing out. He's stressing, stressing. I, I, would, I would go to do my skateboard maneuvers, um, and I don't even think they call them that. I don't know why I just call them maneuvers, but maybe I'm trying to, maybe I'm just getting old. <laughs> Did some skateboard maneuvers back in the day. Uh, but <laughs> all the old people are like, yeah, maneuvers, all right. Right on, dude, maneuvers. Uh, Oh, man, I'm not going to hear the end of this. Uh, maneuvers. You do any maneuvers this week, bro? <laughs> but I would go do my tricks, my skateboard tricks, my moves. And if I went before, man, I would just, uh, the fear brought the anxiety. I would break my skateboard, punch my skateboard, break. I remember... Uh, stressing out so hard. It's a fear of not succeeding. It puts so much pressure. I put undue pressure on myself because of fear. Fear. And I remember being, we just, back then there wasn't a lot of, there were no skate parks. So you just skate in the streets. And I remember just being so bad. I threw my skateboard through a window of this like pizza restaurant or something. Like climbed in, like just bounced, right? Like what? Like and then everybody had to leave. They're like, dude, you just ruined the whole thing today. Like, and so so the 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 fear drove me to to anxiety. Okay, and so um, I had I, when I first met Crystal Gale, I feared marrying her. I was scared of that woman. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, both of my parents have been married and divorced multiple times so here you go stepping into marriage that's all I knew 
That's all I knew. So, so stepping into getting married, I feared it. You know, all I heard was how, you know, you always hear the one side of the story, you know, and my dad had his story and my mom had her story and it produced a fear in my life. I met an amazing woman. We're going to be married 10 years next year, somebody. Come on now. When I said yes to Pastor Sanctuary LA, I was scared. I was, I feared it. I'm like, what if I mess up? What if they don't like me? What if I can't do it? What if this isn't God? All right? Um, uh, I, when I, fir- I feared getting saved. When I first gave my heart to Jesus, I was in my room by myself, and I feared what my friends would think, what my family would think. Because of where I was, even at that age, I was on a public platform in the skateboard community. When I got saved, people were going to find out. And I, I, had to, I had to lean in. I, I, that was one of my first thoughts was, man, what are my friends going to think? I'm about to, go to high, I'm about to go to school tomorrow, and everybody's going to know. Because I'm not trying to half step. Somebody say amen. If I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to do it. I feared that. Some of my fears. Um, I fear getting up here and preaching every Sunday. Some of y'all looking at me like, Pastor Sean needs prayer. He's, he's scared of a lot of things. <laughs> scared of his wife. Scared of... <laughs> Scared of preaching? Isn't that what he does? <laughs> Come on, I'm just keeping it real. It says out here on the building, real church for real people. So I am accountable to keep this thing real. You know, uh, feared getting up preaching on a Sunday. I feared becoming a professional skateboarder. I feared it. I feared it. Pressure. What do people think? I was excited. But I feared getting my name on a skateboard. Can I live up to that? Can I live up to that? I feared it. It was an opportunity, an open door. Actually, God opened the door. I got saved before I turned pro. And it was totally God how he opened the door, brought me into that world, and and, and did what I was called to do for that season of my life. But I'll tell you what, there was fear at the door. Fear showed up to the party. I didn't invite him, but he was there. What's up, Sean? How you doing? Just here to hang out with you. Anybody know what I'm talking about? All right? Fear. Fear. I, and at the end of the day, really what it is, is I feared failure. I fear it. I, it's something that I'd have to deal with today. I have to deal with this. I have to press into this. Fear. And here we go. You guys getting something out of this? The fulfillment of your purpose will require that you confront your fears. If you want to do what God's called you to do, fear must be confronted. Fear will always manifest when you're in a time of transition. Marriage. Fear came. Professional skateboard fear. Professional skateboarding career. Fear was there. Pastoring this community. Fear was there. Transition. That next place. What God's called you to do. Fear is there. If fear is there, sometimes it's an indicator you're headed in the right direction. If fear isn't at the party, maybe you shouldn't be there. Somebody say amen. Maybe it's a little too easy. Maybe you got that a little too figured out. Because when God calls you, he's always going to call you into an environment where fear is going to show up to the party first. Fear is the first one there. Last one to leave. Somebody say amen. amen. Some people getting baptized. It was a fearful thing for them. They did it. They stepped into it. They did that thing. They did it. Fear was at the door. I don't know. Should I? I don't know. I don't know. You know, fear will always manifest itself when you're in transition. Peter, when he was about to walk, Jesus, is that you? Fear was right there. Jesus was like, yeah, I'm here. Come on out. Fear. What caused them to sink? Fear. Jesus was there to pull them out. 
But he had to step out into to that fear. Mary, once, like I said before, con- conceiving the word of God inside of fear, fear was there. Joshua crossing the Jordan, fear was there. Children of Israel crossing the Red Sea, fear was there. Transition. To walk with God, fear is the first thing we will have to deal with. Here's my first point. Face your fears first. Or really, you're going to have to face fear first. Some of you, it's education. It's that next step of education. Nobody ever has gone that far in your family in education. Do that thing. What if I fail? So what? Do it anyway. At least you you stepped out. You got to realize, don't fear. And here I am telling you this. Don't fear failure. Fear not trying it. Get out there. I, I was scared to death to have children. I'm still scared of those little things, man. Freak me out sometimes. <laughs> I was scared. Look at I, I didn't even carry the babies. I was like, I'm scared, baby. I'm scared. <laughs> right? But step into it anyway. Fear, face your fears first. Here we go. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Familiar portion of scripture here uh, about Joshua. Earlier on, you can read this story. Um, Moses died, uh, who was the leader of Israel at the time. And God said, hey, Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. So get on up and get moving, man of God. And this is what he said before Joshua took action. This is what he said. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Why? Because to obey God, fear was there. And he's like, don't, don't listen to it. It's right here talking to you, Joshua. But don't be afraid, nor be dismayed. And that word dismayed really means to break somebody into pieces, to, 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 um, to divide, dismayed, to, to kind of break you apart so you can't move it paralyzes you. So do not be afraid or be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Here's my second point. You have to press past the what ifs. We all got them. What if? What if they don't like me? What if I fail? What if it doesn't work? What if Coach Garcia in 2009, when he was part of uh, that school from when it was uh, first built, said, I don't know. There, what if? What if? What if? What if Coach listened to the what ifs? He didn't. Still here. Ten years later. Still doing it. I'm sure there was fears. I'm sure there might be moments of fear. They don't, what if they don't like me? What if I fail? What if it doesn't work? What if I didn't hear from God? And sometimes us Christian folks, we like to spiritualize this. What if the Lord didn't tell me? Why does God always have to tell you everything? What, what about those times when he just wants you to take a step of faith? Oh, Jesus. Sometimes we'll use, we'll spiritualize our immobility. We'll spiritualize our stagnation. Say, you know, the Lord's just telling me to wait. Yeah, the Lord didn't tell me to do that. The Bible says go into all the world and preach the gospel. Do something. Well, the Lord hasn't said. I didn't get a prophetic word from the prophet. Mm-hmm. Look at your neighbor and say, mm-hmm. 
Do it. Sometimes you, sometimes you, you got to just do it, man. Come on, coach is in the building. Just do it. Well, what if, what if, what, I have my what ifs. God, what if I'm not supposed to pastor Sanctuary LA? What if it isn't the Lord? What if, what if I end up in a predominantly Hispanic community? I'm white. My wife is black. How's that going to work? Hablo español un poquito porque yo soy güerito. Jesucristo, te amo por vida. Gracias, Señor, por poder en mi corazón. Por espíritu en mi corazón, en mi espíritu. El diablo sal fuera. That is literally all I know. That's it. Gracias, Señor, por palabra de Dios. Gloria a Dios. Hallelujah. I'm scaring all the white people. I'm scaring the white people. <laughs> what if? What if? What if I was wrong? I believe God will honor your faith. I'm not saying to do something stupid, but there's a fine line between faith and stupid, and I don't quite know where that line is. I can't help you there. But I'm here to tell you, there's something about believing God, stepping out in faith, and even if you do mess up along the way, why, so what? That's all wrapped up in your ego. Hey, Jesus. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Right, come on now. That's right. All right. Said the other white guy in the building. Let's get that way. <laughs> All right. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. Here we go. Here we go. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. The fear of man brings a snare. It's a trap. Fearing man is a trap. Sometimes we, 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 some people, we, we organize our whole life around what people think, what are they going to do, what are they going to say. Oh, I don't want to do that. Nobody's going to like that. I don't want to wear that. Nobody's going to like that. Nobody's wearing that. I don't want to wear that. Fear of man brings a snare. You gotta, we learned this about anxiety a couple weeks ago. You gotta learn the art of not caring. Amen. So what? All right? You gotta learn the art of casting your cares on the Lord. You gotta learn, like, I, I don't care. Right? And there are things we ought to care about. You hear what I'm saying? I'm just talking about things. The fear of man, though, brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. All right? And that word snare is a trap. It's bait. It's to stop you. Think about a trap. It's a trap. Fear will paralyze you, keep you in a box. You got to move out on that thing. Press past the what ifs and move on out of there. And you got to verbalize your faith or so you won't be paralyzed by your fear. Verbalize it. Verbalize, verbalize what God says about you. You put a voice to it. Thank you, Lord. God's going to use us to, to be a part of transforming this city. That's faith. That's faith. God, God's going to turn this city upside down. We're going to be a part of it. In the name of Jesus, we're going to see families saved. We're going to see marriages saved. We're going to see children saved. We're, we're going we're gonna to verbalize our faith. And we are not going to be paralyzed by our fear. What if our team here, when we were in the Alexandria Hotel, load in, load out, we were, when we were all over the place in different locations with, with literally, we did not know we were going to have church that Sunday. Say, so follow us on social media so you can find out where we're going to have church. 
And we were in a gym, load in, load out, having kids' church in a parking lot. Yeah, look at, say, they still want to go out in the park. Woo-woo! Parking lot. Right? This, look at, we, we, we just keep moving. You can't shut us down. <laughs> Here we go. Here's my last point. This is my last point. A greater future is on the other side of fear every time. Every time. Look at the Bible. How many Jeremiah, God said, don't look at their faces, fear. Moses had all kind of excuses. There are paragraphs and paragraphs in, in, in the word of God when God came to him and how many excuses Moses had. And look what God used Moses to do. Who's on the other side of fear. Think about the fears of the Apostle Paul being somebody that the Bible says was consenting to the Christian's death and he was actually standing there when they killed Stephen. And yet he, he rolls up in the church. What's up, y'all? I'm with y'all now. And I understand their fear. They're like, hey, I don't know about this dude. Could you imagine even Paul like, man, I'm about to walk into a world. I used to kill these people. What's up, y'all? I'm here to help. <laughs> Sure you are, buddy. Straight up. He was like he was like a modern, he was like a terrorist of that day to Christians. Religious terrorist. Walking up in there and he becomes one of the leaders of the early church. Say, what? What if he listened to his fear? What if they don't like me? Come on, somebody. Fear is a reality, but it does not have to be a way of life. I'm here to tell you right now, there's a greater future on the other side of that fear that you feel. There's a greater future for your family. There's a greater future for those you're called to. There's a great, the fears that we experience now, there's a greater future on the other side of this neighborhood if we just keep pressing through the fear and we don't, and we don't give in to the what ifs, I guarantee you that there's going to be a better place even for this immediate community as we as a community press through our fears. Here we go. Joshua chapter 10, verse 8. This is my last scripture. I'm going to end with this, and then we're going to pray and be on out of here. Joshua chapter 10. This is later in Joshua's life. Um, I'll give you kind of a little uh, background to the scripture, and then I'll read it. Uh, Joshua, we just read when God first called him. So he goes and conquers Jericho and uh, the place called Ai. And then these enemy kings found out how powerful Joshua and God's army were. This is, this is Joshua chapter 10. And they feared him. So they went and rallied up a bunch of the other enemy kings and says, let's go against Gibeon. Because Gibeon and Joshua were homies. Okay? They were, they were friends. They were rolling together. And they wanted to attack Gibeon and they knew Joshua was coming. So they, they were scared of him. And so they got their kings together and they went out after Gibeon. Then Gibeon found out about it and said, hey, Joshua, help a brother out. We're about to get attacked. And Joshua said, for sure. We're going we're gonna to basically march all night to, to you guys. We're, gonna, we're, we're coming. We're going to come help you. And this is what God told Joshua. Verse 8, and the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear them. The fear that Joshua was facing was tied to somebody else's breakthrough. You got to understand here, your fear isn't just about you. 
there's somebody else that will benefit from you pressing through it. That God's like, look, don't fear because Gibeon needs you. These other people, Joshua, your faith is going to benefit another city, another people. And what... When God spoke to him at this moment, do not fear them, for I have delivered them into your hand. Not a man of them shall stand before you. When God is calling you and fear shows up, that can be an indicator that something great is about to happen. I can attach any... Significant change, even in this church. Not too long before that, I was shaking in my boots or my shoes, my sneakers. I'm going to say it again. When God calls you and fear shows up, that can be an indicator that something great is about to happen. And Joshua pressed through, conquered those guys, slaughtered them. And Gibeon was a benefactor of Joshua pressing through his fear. Every fear I face, I can tell you right now, a breakthrough in Dominico's life, my son, is attached to it. Every, I'm not just living for me. There's somebody tied to me. There's somebody in this church attached to my fear. (laughs) I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep pressing through it. I'm here to tell you, husbands, your wife, your children, the fear you press through, they will benefit from it. And I'm here to speak to the men of God in here that you are designed in Christ. You are designed with the framework of God on your life, husband, man of God, to press through your fear because you got to realize that you are the head of that home and what you, where you go, they go. Head speaks of first, responsibility, weight. And I'm here to tell you, man of God, you have what it takes to take the brunt of it in Christ. And they, whoever's in that house, dog, cat, turtle, whatever you got, they're going to benefit from you pressing through your fear hallelujah I'm here to tell you we're here as a community because the leaders and the team press through the fear you might say man this is God's doing something here find somebody with a dream team badge on say thank you for pressing through that fear Anything great happens here, I'm telling you, somebody up in here kept moving. Let's all stand to our feet. I know there's people in here, and it's just time to say yes to Jesus, whether this is your first time or you're coming back to him. I want to pray for you right where you are, and I want to pray for everybody here. I believe God just really wants to encourage you to instill courage to impart, as Apostle Paul said, a spiritual gift. And I really feel in my heart for the men of God in here. 
I'm here to tell you you got what it takes. I'm here to tell you that you can, you can handle it in God. <laughs> you can handle it. You're a man of God. I'm not saying you and your ego and you and your own strength. I'm speaking of the Christ in you. I'm speaking of the strength of God in you. You are made to go first. You were made to absorb it so other people can benefit. Uh-huh. Come on, man. Say amen out there. Men of God, where are you at? I should hear a amen. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Come on, where are you at, man? Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Come on, we got a coach in here. Come on, man. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. That's what I'm talking Ladies, you don't like it, you'll be fine. Get over it. Come on, one more time. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> yes. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Come on, you know, the Bible says, you know, Caleb, he's like, give me my mountain. You know what Caleb means? Dog. That's what his name means. Showed up in the promised land. He said, God, give me my mountain. Come on, men of God. He had to press through a lot. All the, the doubt that he had to go through in the children of Israel. He got into the promised land. He's like, give me my mountain. He was a dog. That's what it means. Oh, come on, this is, this is Hebraic theology here, folks. This is Caleb. He's a dog. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.